Imagine you're walking down the street late at night, and then suddenly you see something walk past you. Out of fear, you quickly check, but you see nothing. You see nobody. You look down on the ground and you see your dark, elongated abyss of a shadow. You sigh from relief, laughing at your own stupidity for being scared by your own shadow. Until it struck you like a stone hitting still water. It's a shadow. You have a shadow. I'm sorry. I am so, so sorry. You can't escape and all you can do is pray that it takes you away silently and quickly. You cry for justice, pleading for mercy, saying, why me? Why me? And that you will volunteer. You will volunteer next year and not hide behind your decrepit walls that you call your home. But it has no passion for the weak. And so you die. Welcome back, listeners, to another RFS Radio 4 Static. This is the operator speaking, trying to reach out to all of you in the forest. Is anybody listening? Is anybody out there? As of today, like every other day, we have shifted to another plane. And something rather unique has happened for one. Are you paying attention, listeners? This may shock some of you, so prepare yourself for this almighty news. We have our first volunteer's tribute from District 12. Uh Uh-huh. You heard correctly. Oh, how times have changed, hasn't it? Life used to be so bittersweet and simple in the past. You would normally wake up in the morning to the sounds of screaming from long-lost souls in the forest. Ignore the screams. Do not pay any heed to them. But now, you shall wake up with a smile on your face, protected by your heavily armored shack and with knives tucked under your pillows. You will wake with hunger for blood as the sounds of birds chirping and the wind rustling through the trees act as the chorus to your inevitable end. Many are surprised by District 12's leading female tribute after volunteering in place of her younger sister. That, to me, shows some real heart and dedication to the event's tradition. After all, one must sacrifice themselves in order to participate in the games. This only emulates how important this person is to our history. Lines and emails will be open to everyone in the forest community who has any thoughts to share on the subject. Please, let us know. Do you think District 12's tribute made the right decision, and what are your first impressions of her? In the studio with me, as per usual, we have the woodcutter. Hello, woodcutter. Hello, Pedro. How are you? Good. I want to clarify something first. By profession, I'm a woodcutter, but in reality, I'm a philosopher. What? 
But, but you have all colours acts. Even so, consider me as a philosopher. I am the philosopher. I philosophify things. I cut trees. Therefore, everything in connection with that, that action lives in purpose. Okay. Um, thank you. And as well, we have management with us. Hi, how are you? Good. Good. Um, yes, I'm management. And like everything else in the forest, it's all under control. Don't think anything is wrong with the forest. If you see anything strange, please stay indoors. Do not move from your homes. And as you all know, do not look straight into the sun. Thank you. So, what are your thoughts on District 12's tributes, especially this year's female volunteer? Management? Okay, we're starting with the, with the games? Yes. Okay, you mean the, hunt, the, 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 the cat girl? Sorry. Yes, yeah, Katniss. Yeah, forget her name. Well, let's hope she fares better than her name. But um, seriously, um, I think it's very brave what, she's, what she did for her sister, obviously, and her family. But I don't see her getting very far. She seems rather bland. Bland? What do you mean? I mean, if you just look at her appearance, she seems rather like a plain Jane, you know? There's nothing really about her. Um, I prefer someone who's not so monotonous. Is monotonous, that yeah. Word? Yeah. Okay. But so, so-called philosopher, what do you think? Uh, my word of wisdom would be circle of life. You're born young and you die old. That's the circle of life. The cult girl is not living the circle of life. Instead, she's doing circles around the death of Anna trying to survive. Hope she died young. Okay, well, uh, well, in my opinion, um, I, I thought what she did, uh, taking over her sister, it was very good, very strong. It really, established her, really establishes her as a really strong person. I think um, that it's clear that, she has very, that she's there to make a difference. I get that impression for her. Uh, what do you think of Peter, the other one? Oh, the boy? The boy. Um, am I right in recalling he cried? <laughs> the weeping? Yeah. Did he cry? I think he was more emotionally damaged, you're going to say. Is he? Okay, because I get the impression that he's... He can... Perhaps he is emotional, but I think he's very clever that he's able to adapt. I mean, this game has been going on for nearly every year, Okay. And different people have approached it differently. Some people have been really reluctant. Some people have really taken their stride and made it, you know, done something with it. Obviously, no one wants to die, but some people cope with it differently. And I think he's coping very, very well. He seems to be adjusting, and he, he he's taking it on board. I, I get that impression. Candace, I think she, it's clear that she's very strong, but it's there's she seems very distant. I like the contrast, though. The contrast is very... Very good, though. I think to see them work together, hopefully something good would happen. Well, you never know if they're going to work together or not with these things, you know. It's all, you know, all for yourself, really, in the game, in the, in the arena. But um, I think with with the girl, it's it's a bit difficult to say right right now from what we've seen so far. Um, on the day, she, she did something very admirable, of course, stepping in for her sister, but I think she just did did the whole that 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 whole act without even thinking about the consequences of what she's done. Because if you look at her face, I mean, I remember looking back on televised, I think yesterday. Um, I remember seeing her face, and she looked so nervous and so so well, unsure of herself. We will all be, wouldn't we? Mm -hmm. For the reaping, it's not something that uh, anyone would be pleasant, you know. But, but I feel what she did was so automatic in her brain you know what i mean there was no 
There was no logic behind it. It was just her thinking with her heart rather than... Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a brave choice. She, she wanted to become a brave heart as a result. But I think she's still a coward in a way. It was the right decision though. But nobody would watch a movie with a seven-year-old girl pretending to be the superhero. Yeah, but uh, as we know, this is real life. This happens every year. And we do watch people, kids kill each other every year as for entertainment it's almost you know it's it's in our agenda we we, we schedule we we plot it in our genders in in advance it's something that we expect every year what what i do want to ask though is how how do you think they're going to work together though or do do you think what do we know about these people we know that peter works in the bakery mm-hmm. what do we know about uh, katniss's family well, um, I think she has her mother and her sister, of course. Her father had a tragic accident uh, a few years back now. Um, what was it in the mines, obviously? Uh, obviously, District 12, of course. Di- yeah. uh, district 12 does deals with mines, it, but is as well the poorest of the districts. Mm-hmm. Do you think this will... Would this be an incentive to win? Obviously, everyone wants to win, but do you think this... The reason why she seems to be so important, I get the impression that she's very important. Was there a reason why that she was also from District 12? I think I, I, I think that's nothing really to do with it, to be honest. I mean, look at look at the state of, I don't know, the other districts, uh, the poor districts as well. I mean, it's, it's I feel for them it's something they are forced to t- partake in. You know what I mean? I mean, I feel like nowadays... I'm, I'm just going to be completely honest with everyone here. We're in the forest. We're safe. We're Very safe. safe. Ground. We're even safer in the studio, of course. I mean, we don't know what's going on outside, as everyone else. But don't worry, listeners. Everything is perfectly fine. I'm going to be completely honest. I think this President Snow is extremely sadistic. Of course, yes, we had a war and, you know, it was a terrible time. And we should remember that. But this martial law that we live under, it, it needs to be destroyed. I, I know I'm not the first one to, to feel this way, but I may be the first to voice this, my opinion on, on a public platform like this. Honestly, um, this President Snow really has to go. It's not about being superficial or the fact that it's important. This, this really should no longer exist. And I know I'm... I'm being really contradictory because I I will watch the show. Well, we kind of have to. There's only one channel. But yeah, I mean, I, I it's not for entertainment purposes anymore. I feel like we're just being force fed this this violence, and it really should stop. Okay. Well, we do know there is going to be viewings. It is an entertainment. People are going to watch, especially in the capital. It's it's still big. Just to finish this up, what are your thoughts? How do you think? These two uh, tributes, are, do you think they're going to do well? Just uh, one from each. Do you think these tributes are going to do well in the games? Should, should I start? Yeah. Um, right. I think we have a lot yet to see. We've only just seen them in the reaping. We don't know their physical, you know, how, how they may fare. Um, if they have any, I don't know, skills or anything to help them. But I think for Katniss... I think she's probably the more silent, you know, the silent strong type who, you know, in, in the time, well, if you look 
from what she's done with her sister. That was uh, a tough time and I guess a time where she kind of just reacted. And if she shows that initiative in the games, it might, you know, fare well for her. Um, but um, with the boy, he seems he seems rather young. He seems rather naive and probably has a lot to learn yet. So I, I don't see him progressing. Well, Carla, <sighs> final thoughts? I cannot judge just from their appearances, but they seem ambitious teenagers, especially Peter. He, yeah, he is young and naive, as you mentioned before. But I think he has something special inside him. And Katniss as well. See, he, they may go far. Don't know how far. Okay, thank you. Well, listeners, we won't know until the Hunger Games actually start, but from now, we can only just hope that everyone does their best. And now, on to traffic. It appears that in the early mornings at the South Branch Path, a circus has been set up. How the circus got into the forest is still unclear, but according to Sylvia the Park Warden, the one who found them this morning during a routinely patrol, believes that it is clear that they are friendly and are here to stay. We've sent a reporter Tazgrin to check it out, and this is what he had to say about it. Thank you, Tasker. It seems that according to the circus ringmaster, they had arrived from up north. Now, listeners, as you may already know, I am a sucker for the circus, but lying is something I cannot tolerate. It is obvious that the ringmaster was lying, as there is clearly no such thing as up north. However, I always find it difficult to stay angry any time there is a mention of a circus, because then I just feel all giddy inside as if I were a kid again, and just have to ignore the mysterious appearance of the circus. Oddly, there is no entrance to the circus, but in its place is a purple misty jelly portal that does look a lot like a jelly. Very strange. Another strange thing is that Sylvia the Park Warden has informed me that all the animals have disappeared, and she believes that it is connected to the arrival of the circus, as she saw her pet flying squirrel Icarus marching inside the portal as if it were hypnotized. I don't know how true this is, as I don't like to judge a book by its cover, only by its name. And because the name of the circus is unknown, I have confidence to give the circus a chance to explain itself. However, further report shows that Icarus has yet to return. The ringmaster has given a comment about the matter, and he says, I have yet to see any evidence that animals had once populated this forest, he said, while combing a turtle sheep that had emerged from the bushes before entering inside the portal, which still looks like jelly. However, the ringmaster added, I will surely keep both eyes peeled for them. 
He then pulled out both of his eyes and left them on the ground. The circus is now handing out free golden tickets for the first showing. Oh, I just can't wait to see what they have in store for the forest community. More on the circus from reporter Tasgarin later. Now, screams of excitement can be heard as a new trend is developed due to the introduction of this year's tributes for District 12. Senna's business is on fire after his grand performance with District 12's opening clothes, which outshone the rest of them as the clothes were lit with majestic flames. The scene was mesmerizing. A bit unusual. Some would call me a traditionalist, but I wasn't sure what to feel when I saw that a different approach was taken for this district. But I did surely feel that it was a momentous moment for everyone. It is almost as if the pair are destined to be different and do great things. Well, earlier I asked you what you thought about the new District 12 tributes, and this is what some of you had to say. According to Juanita, you all know Juanita, the forest community's favourite chef and bartender for Juanita's pub. Trust me when I say that our fish and chips are the best I've ever tasted. I'm not even bothered to ask where she got her cod from, as the forest has no streams. Well, apart from that swamp farther south. But nobody is allowed to go to the swamp. Remember, listeners, do not enter the swamp. Anyway. According to Juanita, in her message, she says, I don't really like her passive attitude. Other than her predictable action of taking over for her sister, she does very little to make herself appear likable. The boy is far more interesting as he definitely seems grateful of the opportunity. And apparently, she doesn't like cats. So don't count me to sponsor her. The next one is from Gavin, who works at the musical school. And he says, so far, it's hard to tell, but it's clear that Katniss and Peter have to be strong, since their mentor is an alcoholic. After all, all reality TV shows need drama. Thank you, Anita and Gavin. But Gavin has made an interesting point. Since the recent news that the boy from District 12, Peter, had confessed his love for his other half, Katniss, drama is surely underway. Rumours have spread that Candace was not pleased when Peter shared the news live on television. What do you think of this tragic news of the star-crossed lovers, as they're now called? Let us know via calls and messages. Let's give the question to management and the woodcutter. What did you think of the of this scenario? What do you think of the whole reality show concept? Is it superficial or simply kernel to its being? You know, as, as I mentioned previously, I'm, I'm fed up of this, of, of the games, to be honest. Um, I, don't, I don't really think it formed a reality TV, given the violence and the other content that's in the show. And, and it's not entertainment. It, it's, you know, it's something that we have no choice in, to partake in it, first of all, and also to be spectators. It's, it's all around us, and... You, when it's Hunger Games season, you can't escape it. And what do you think about Peter when he confessed his love? Do you, do you believe when he confessed it, or do you think it's just a part of 
you know, the show? Um, okay, right. I, I understand, you know, a lot of people think it's some kind of ploy or it's a sympathy card, you know. But to be honest, when you look at him, he really looks genuine and honest. I mean, and who doesn't love a good, a good love story? It's something we've not seen in the games before. Well, in the, all the games I've seen. Um, so I said, bring it on. Let's have let's have a different theme other than violence. Let's let's have something different. And also, can I just mention quickly? It, um, he announced this in um, Caesar Flickerman's show, and I think he caught him completely off guard. He wasn't planning for such a a somber ending to the show. Yes. And uh, you know, I I loved mm. that. That was hilarious. <laughs> well, Carter. <sighs> Generally, the concept reminds me of survival with a license to kill, as the only exception for the tributes. So, you can tell it is an exaggeration, but successfully the idea grabbed its audience, and it grabbed me, and it became huge. So, I would finally say it is superficial, and this is the major factor which made it a worldwide hit. Well, he would definitely get sponsors, wouldn't he? And so, I think, do you think this will aid in, you know, I guess the Hunger Games? You know the 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 fight. Do you think that will help push it forward? Was it necessary? Do you think? I think, I think it's very clever. I I wonder if if this was a, a team effort, if you know what I mean, including, you know, the Hamish yeah. and um, Katniss herself. But there are rumors that uh, she was not pleased. So mm. I, I can understand that, but I think. In the long run, it should be beneficial. I mean, it's something different, of course, and when people and you know, of course, that the capital loves different. So, yeah. You know how, how I saw how I saw Peter. I think he was very serious. I mean, he made me believe him. Nobody can doubt that. But still, he looked like a like an idiot with a serious face. That's what I think. <laughs> really? Okay. Well, I guess we we'll move on from there. And, you know, pick up another question on that. So, listeners, I've got good and bad news. I'm not sure which one to share first, because ultimately, neither is preferable. All right. I'll just have to hold my nose and dive straight in. I've just been informed that the circus is no longer selling ice cream at their shows. This is due to the fall of 1984. Back when the sky was yellow and the forest dripped with ash... A female acrobat was on a tightrope and was performing in front of all watchers. When suddenly, a young boy in the audience started to slurp the vanilla ice cream. Ugh. I hate vanilla ice cream. Ugh. If only the vanilla ice cream hadn't been born. But the boy slurped and licked and cleaned his ice cream cup like a madman. Except, it was a boy. The licking and slurping was so loud that the acrobat couldn't take it anymore and shouted at the boy. But once the acrobat did this, she lost her balance and fell off. Now, don't worry, listeners. The acrobat didn't break her back or any bones from the fall because she was eaten up by the old watchers before that could happen. Ever since then, all forms of ice cream have been banned. Oh, sad day. Oh well. Quick fire of the recent news. A new trend about shooting apples and pigs with bows and arrows has become popular. 
ever since District 12's leading female demonstrated her skills with the bow. Also, a miniature version of the artificial arena has been developed for parents to use on their children to wake them up for school. No more would kids be late for classes when faced by angry, vicious dogs every morning at 5am. More on the news, riots are spewing in District 11. Do not communicate with anyone from District 11. Do not talk to anyone about District 11. District 11 is no longer on the radar. Move along and continue with your work and do not worry about anything outside your district. But continue watching The Hunger Games. But remember, ignore the man from District 11. Moving on, the control room team for the arena are calling for all artists to join their team to create new beast designs. They may or may not explain why they need you to do this. And now, a message from our sponsors. Are you having trouble with communicating with your friends via whistling the Mockingjays? Or are you finding it limiting that you can only tell your friends one thing at a time? Well, no longer will you struggle with never being able to say, I'm hurt, or don't go there, or can you go to the store because we've run out of milk for my tea, or simply, I'm fine, but I think there's an arrow in my knee, all at once. Sounds impossible? Have no fear, because a new school of language is here, which aims to develop a limited language into a complex one. Don't tell your parents, mocking whistles, only a tune away. On other news, if you find that you had spent a night at your friend's house taking bead drugs and then wake up in the morning in an unknown forest with leaves on you, do not fight it. Do not fight it at all. On a happier note, You'll most likely die in the next few hours, and you've had the decency to die away from friends and family. Or anyone for that matter. Good on you. Earlier, I had asked the forest community about their thoughts on the star-crossed lovers, and on whether you had any opinions on the matter. Right here, I have one reply from Barbara, who works at the local Forest Community Library. She wrote to say, I couldn't find that book you asked me to look for. You know, the one about squirrels, so you can unpre- Uh, hold on, listeners. It seems- Um, it seems that I have read something that was not meant for you to hear. I shall skip ahead with that message to the most important part. Right. Barbara says- Good luck, and my opinion on the Starcross Lovers is that it was obviously a ploy to gain attention and obtain more sponsors. However, it was still clever and interesting. Um, thank you Barbara, the librarian. Your message was very enlightening. I guess there's no other time to read another one, so let's move on to the woodcutter and management. What did you think of the whole fight within the arena? Was the indie predictable? Who was your favorite volunteer? Thoughts? 
Well, given, given what was it? How many about? At least ten years ago now. Mm. You know, the use of animals was really prominent in the final, you know, yes. the final fight, the final battle. The artists must have been very, you know, they were handpicked specially for that because they were very, 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 very cool. I think, I think it's just a way to bring it to an end in a way because the arenas vary in sizes, of course. And especially in this one, it was, it was a fair size to be, compared to previous arenas. And th- I guess that brings the animals and such, bring all the ex- ex- external factors in a way, it can be also physical elements and such, end up bringing the tributes to a common area where therefore they have to f- have the final battle and finish it out. And um, to be honest, um, I think it was it worked really well. I mean, you had them all in the cornucopia and trying to battle each other off. And yes, of course, they worked as a team. Yes, I want to ask, what did you think of that? Some there was obviously some people banded as a team. What do you think of that, Woodcutter? Hmm. I think that uh, to survive, you have to cooperate sometimes. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's the the human instinct. You have to do that to to proceed. Yeah, you have to, I guess, stick together, and they did it very well, of course, as we all know. But you remember, uh, the they kind of cornered Katniss at one point. How come? Why why do you think they didn't just kill her there? They would have ended it. Why why wait it out? Um, I don't know. I think they they obviously saw her as a threat, as a, the group did, and it was a challenge for them, maybe. Well, do you think they were getting cocky? Yeah. Maybe. You never know with these young... Possible. Especially from the the more well-off districts. It, well, they're a lot more ruthless than the rest. <laughs> They've gone to, you know, training for this. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> but, to be honest, I think, um, overall, I really enjoyed it. I mean, the whole thing with the... Well, you know, the Katniss obviously proved me wrong... And, you know, I I really take my hat off to her for messing up Snow's day. Hmm. You know, I, I don't really tend to pick favourites in, in the games. Once you get attached to someone, it, but it, it, it's but difficult if they die. It's been clear, but it, it's quite obvious that uh, Katniss and Peter were meant to do great things. You know, it was very clear when at the very beginning when we first talked about this, we both, you know, we all kind of agreed that there was something a bit special about them. Hmm. And it's quite clear what there was. What do you think of the, you know, the, the change that uh, the announcers made about two, two people of the same team could win? I mean, truthfully... And then suddenly they changed that. Yeah. Uh, why do you think, you know, was that... I think there was a, a rush panic at the end for what was going to happen. I mean, I, I didn't see that coming. Um, and, you know, at the, at the end, to be honest, I thought one of them had something up their sleeve, you know, to kill the other. But at the end of the day, it was just berries. Just berries. Yeah. Or they, they faked them out. Yeah. But I think there was, there was some kind of panic in the control room and someone was unsure what to do. And, you know, you can't have Hunger Games without a winner. Well, someone is definitely going to lose their job now because that's never happened ever in the games. Yeah. I think my only concern now is there's, you know, speculation around the gameskeeper. Have you heard anything? No, Any not yet. But um, No, not yet. But I think... You know, we will keep an eye on him, see if there's any news coming up on him. First of all, I want to mention that uh, Robin Hood versus all is, is a tough thing for Katniss. 
and the city did death more than two times so i would say luck was with her during the whole fight in the arena he was quite skilled and uh, and cautious yeah the fight was pretty interesting i can tell the everybody wants to see who dies and who proceeds to the last one starting obviously so for me the ending was predictable at least for the part that uh, Katniss survived till the very end. But uh, on the other hand, Peter, it's a shame that uh, he lived till the end. Uh, I don't know how he made it. So this was unpredictable for me. And uh, yeah, I don't have any particular volunteer that I like. No? What about, um, what do you think your district... Uh... Yeah, no, I think I think District Twelve were <laughs> mainly really the most inter- anymore, yeah. most interesting <laughs> ones, and they did they did in fact win. So that's I guess both we leave it at that. I think it's a it's a romantic part of the story. Yeah, I mean as always with the Hunger Games, and we normally get into this discussion. Um, I just like to to mention finally that uh, my uh, thoughts and respect, as I presume. Both of yours is with every family of the Lost Tributes. Of course. Well, I guess we'll move on from that. That's odd. Listen, it seems that not only have wild animals disappeared, but as well as young children. The last time any of them were seen were when they left to go and watch the circus. A reporter Tazgun has something to report on the situation. And he tells me, the last time any of the children from the forest community were seen was when they entered inside the purple Mr. Hugh that presented itself as a portal, or as the entrance into the circus tent. A witness had said that they found their child completely hypnotized, and was forced to watch the child march straight towards the portal. And no matter how hard they tried to stop the child, they couldn't deter them away. Hmm. Listeners. It seems that we have something strange on our hands. Sylvia the Park Warden had suggested that she go inside the circus and save the children. But I managed to convince her to allow my reported Tazgrin to go instead as her presence is far more valuable and cardinal to the forest's upkeep. Without her, this forest would surely die from depression and wither away from neglect, which would most likely allow the sun to burn us all to death. Anyway, I managed to convince her, and so Tasgun is going to check it out. More updates on the circus will come shortly. Hey, listeners, I know I shouldn't mention this, but... I was so impressed by Sylvia's dedication that I just had to ask her if she was in the mood to grab a coffee with me and catch up on everything to do with the circus. But she declined, noting that she had to barricade the whole area to prevent any more victims from falling for the circus's hypnotic charm. If I'm honest, listeners, I almost had a tear in my eye, and I knew that she was right. Isn't she great? She is willing to sacrifice herself and become the keystone of this forest keeping it from falling apart. I admire her, and so should all of you. I applaud her. Oddly enough, the community's government has not reacted to the recent event, stating that 
all members of this community must divide and conquer. Some will focus on the circus, while the government will focus on the research on time distortion. Interesting. Oh, listeners, I have interesting news. At this very moment, I have just received a letter from management, which she just received from our boss, the architect. This is very peculiar. The architect doesn't normally get in contact with us. Unless it's serious. But he has, obviously. And now I shall read his message. <coughs> mm. Let me see. Oh, well. The message says that I mustn't talk about the government's research on time distortion and to tell all my listeners to forget that I've ever said it. Well, I guess that's all sorted out then. Now on the news, Seneca Crane, the head game maker, has been found dead. It appears that he's been killed by eating berries. There are several reports around Capitol and further that more people have died from eating berries too. The authority have stated that no one shall eat any berries, and would arrest you if they find you in possession of berries, supplying berries, and consuming berries. However, in regards to the last one, survival is not promised. One authority figure, however, noted that the doors in Seneca Crane's room were designed with holes. There is now debate on whether having holes in doors for fashion is sensible in case of an emergency flood, but no one has stepped forward to object to this new issue. Listeners, it seems that the situation with the circus is getting worse. I am not sure how to tell you this, but hope that I can articulate the information that I have been given. It seems that the circus is expanding in size, growing bigger and bigger, and consuming everything it touches. I fear that if this is not stopped very soon, the forest as we know and love will not remain, but become a shell with our conscience. No, not even that explains it. Ignore that example, but the forest community will exist with a nothingness, and yet not exist all at once. <sighs> Listeners, I don't know about philosophy, I usually leave all that to the woodcutter, but I am afraid he along with management have left. They have left me to help fight against this ever-growing circus that has plagued our well-kept community. For reasons unknown. Oh, listeners. Oh, I have some grave news. It seems that during the whole commotion and in the heat of things, Sylvia the park warden had made the most outstanding, cruel decision. The decision to enter the portal to stop it from the inside. Sylvia the park warden had surmised that the portal was in fact made of jelly after having a spoonful of the portal. It appears from witnesses that Sylvia the park warden believed that only by tackling the problem from the inside could she then possibly solve the whole issue.
listeners, listeners, can you hear? It seems that we are losing connection due to the circus devouring the whole forest. Earthquakes are becoming a recurring thing. This is not a drill. Listeners, this is happening. I am not sure what is going to happen or whether Sylvia is going to be able to save the day, but please don't worry and stay home. Do not worry and remember to eat lots and lots of bananas. They are good for your potassium. I am to remind you to keep your heads under tables or to stay hidden in cabinets. It seems that all we can do now is wait. So for the next few minutes, as I think it would be best, we move on to a tea break. Listeners, is anybody out there? Is anybody listening? It's been five hours since my last broadcast. The earthquake has subsided, the ground has steadied, and the enlarged circus is now back to its original size. All the animals, children, and trees have returned. If you're curious to know what happened during the interim, Sylvia, the park warden, had managed to fight against the corrupted shadow magician that was keen to experiment on all forms of life to see which form it was most stable in. Apparently, a bit of light was all it took to defeat it. Luckily, Sylvia always brings her torch with her in case of an emergency like this one. The circus is now packed up and ready to leave on its next tour. However, left as a gift to the community for fighting against the corrupted shadow magician, the circus has given us a mausoleum. Unfortunately, not everything has ended in good news. Listeners, Reporter Tazgrin did not make it, but he isn't lost. Apparently during the fight against the corrupted shadow magician, Tazgrin was caught inside a time vortex within the mausoleum. Tazgrin is unable to return back to this world, but he is able to send us messages in the form of leaves. I have one message here from Tazgrin that I will read out to you. Once you finally stop moving and stand still, you can clearly hear and feel the edge of the universe. The meaning of everything is like sand in your hand. The more you want to fill, the more you lose. Solution? Speak into the abyss and wait until it talks back. The circus has left. The forest community is quiet again. And I like to think that the community has learnt a lot. I, for one, now know that I can finally say with conviction that I do believe in the up north now. So, if nothing else, good night until tomorrow.